Hello, 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 my sweet friends, and welcome. You are listening to Moving Into Light. I'm Lisa Renee, the podcast host, and I am so grateful to have you joining me for today's podcast. There has been so much going on lately, and I can't wait to update you. But before I do all of that, before I dive into the topic that I want to share with you today, let's just find a place of stillness and let's come back to our breath. No matter what I do right now, it feels like no matter what I start, matter what I dive into, I am being guided to begin with a deep collective breath for myself, for anyone in front of me, for my students, my clients. So let's just find a comfy spot and kind of shake off the day. No matter what you're doing, no matter where you are, know that you have found this podcast. You found your way to moving into light today for a reason. And so let's just celebrate that by taking a deep breath in and letting it all go. You know, it's grounding and it's centering just to come back to the breath. And I've been teaching so many yoga classes right now lately that it has become really second nature to just take a breath before I dive into something. And I I love that because way back in 2008, when I got mindfulness tattooed on my arm, I really had no idea how much of an impact the idea and the philosophy of mindfulness would impact my life, but it's been huge. And I'm I'm so grateful to have that today. So welcome, welcome to the podcast. I hope the past two weeks have been amazing for you. Here on the property of the Sylvan Well, we have made amazing strides. We have so many fun things going on on the property and I cannot wait to share it all with you. But what I can tell you is the website, thesylvanwell.com, is now up and available, and you can hop on there and check it out. I will link the Sylvan Well in the show notes. Um, What else I can tell you is that our September and October retreats are going to be posted probably within the next week or two, and registration for those two events will open on probably May 1st. I was going to wait till June 1st, but I think they're going to open on May 1st. I mean, Yes, May 1st now. So something to look forward to in about a month, that registration will open. I'm not releasing the retreats yet. We are still finalizing um, itineraries, plans, menus, events, different things. But no, very soon under the retreats and gathering section on our website, they will be up there soon. So I share that with you. Um, I will link the Sylvan Well website because there is a, a, a feature on there where if you scroll to the bottom of the homepage, you can subscribe to our email list. And I will not spam you with a ton of email, but maybe once a month, maybe once a month, maybe less, <laughs> um, I will shoot out an email with upcoming events or workshops or things like that. So if you want to keep track of what we are doing here on the property of the Sylvan Well, all you have to do is subscribe and put your email in on the homepage there and you will be part of that email list. Okay, so all of that said, welcome. I feel like I wanted to like get that out first because that's where my focus has been these last two weeks. We had the second cottage delivered and we've been doing drywall work and plumbing and electrical work and there's so many fun things going on. So, so there you go. So welcome. It's been an awesome couple of weeks, very busy, very scheduled, which has not been our life here for the past several months, but a lot going on. And I'm grateful. 
every time I realize that I'm doing it, it just brings me joy. If you've heard this story, and obviously if you're a longtime listener, you know the story of the Sylvan Well and how we got to this property. But what is amazing to me is that I look around sometimes and think, Spirit was right. This is exactly what I needed, and I didn't know I needed it. But I'm so grateful for this property and for the work we're doing here and for the retreats that we're going to be offering. It's just so incredible to see how everything has been orchestrated. And I feel like it's all successful. It's all falling into place. And there's so much joy and so much goodness. And it's kind of what I want to talk to you about today. Because, you know, we all have things that we want to do. Louise Hay made a statement once, our longing is our calling. And if you are not familiar with Louise Hay, I want to chat about her just a little bit today because in the last 15 years, Louise Hay has become this mentor guru woman to me. And she's no longer on the planet, but I know that her presence still exists often. I feel that often because I think of her so much and I've done so much work around her and her teachings and her work and just amazing. But she made that statement, our longing is our calling. And I wanted to dive into that today because this Sylvan Well, this teaching space, this retreat space has been my longing for so long. I have wanted to teach, to teach yoga and meditation and spirituality and nutrition and crystals and aromatherapy and healing touch therapy and, um, you know, mindfulness and all of these things. But how do you teach all those things? Well, you basically create a retreat center and you offer retreats and you offer workshops and you connect with like-minded community people. And That's my longing, and it has been my longing, and I feel like God put that on my heart so many years ago. But Louise says that our longing is our calling, and it's what we are called to do. And we can choose to answer the call and create that which we are longing for, or we can ignore it, you know? And we all have a divine timeline, and so... We do. We have this divine timeline of opportunity. And I am going to invite you, as you're listening to this podcast today, just to take a moment and really dive into your heart center, into your heart space, and ask yourself what you are longing for. Put your hand on your heart. What am I longing for right now, this day, this moment? What am I longing for? And the key is to give your space, yourself time and space to answer. Let your soul answer. Don't let your brain answer. Because there's something that you are longing for. Maybe you know about it. Maybe you know exactly what it is. And maybe you're searching and you're not sure what it is. Throughout my 30s, I can honestly say I did not know what I was longing for, but I just knew I was longing for something. I knew the version of me that was my 30s was not my best self because everything felt too small. You know, I I felt like I was meant to be bigger. I was meant to be stronger. I was meant to be more empowered. I was making myself play small to fit in a mold that I thought was what I was supposed to look like. 
and obviously not physically look like, but what my life was supposed to be like. And now it took me hopping into my 40s and having this steamroll of chain reaction things go on that pushed me into so much more. And it it forced me to look at what I was really longing for and figure out how I was going to create that. And that's what I want for you. So when I say dive into your longing, what is that thing that you really want for your life? Maybe it's something you want to create. Maybe it's a change that you need to make. Maybe it's a move. Maybe it's a resignation letter. Maybe it's an application. Maybe you want to go back to school. You want to learn something new. We all have that longing, but it's what we do with it. It's how we honor and respect the longing. And I believe spirit placed the longing within us. So it's really a matter of how do we answer the call? And that's kind of what I want to bring to you today. Just that question. We can either trust and move forward or we can stay stuck in fear and not move. And those are really our only two options. Trust and move forward or stay in the fear. You know, I, like I said, I mentioned Louise Hay. If you don't know Louise Hay, I definitely um, encourage you to look her up. Not just look at the body of work that she did or look at, you know, her her publishing company or all of the other things that she created. Just look at her specifically. You know, she she was an abused child. She left home, I think, 16 or 17. She didn't get a high school degree. Um, and she got married young, and she spent 14 years married and, and finally left that marriage and, and knew that she had to trust and move forward. And so as she was, listen to this, when she was in her mid-40s, she started teaching spirituality, healing, all the things. By 50, she started Hay House Publishing Company. 55, she enrolled in computer classes because she was scared to death of technology. She did, it was mind-boggling to her. At you know 55, she started computer classes. At 60, she became a master gardener, and she grew all of her own food. At 70, she enrolled in a children's art class because she knew she had something creative in her, but she'd always been told she wasn't creative. And, you know, so um, at 70, she also changed her handwriting. She read some book, and I'm going to look this book up. If you've read it, definitely reach out and let me know by Vimala Rogers about changing your handwriting and how it can change your life. So when she was 70, she also changed her handwriting. Then at 75, she started into adult art classes, and she started selling her artwork. At 75, she also started yoga. She became a, a, a student of yoga. At 76, she took up ballroom dancing. She's got this amazing history, and I share that with you because she's one of my, um, she's someone who sets this bar so high, and I respect and look up to her so much. Look at how she lived her life. You know, it was a sad day when she passed away because I wanted to continue following her on the planet. I wanted to continue watching what she was doing and what she was putting out. She followed her longing and she created it as her calling at every turn, every turn. And, you know, I I don't like the word guru, but she's kind of a guru and definitely a role model for me. And I look back to my life and I see similarities, not that I'm ever going to, well, you never know. Maybe I will. Maybe I will be just as successful 
Um, but I, you know, at, at 41, I walked away from a 21 year teaching career because I, I knew it was just time and I was, it was time. And at 42, I went back to school to study holistic nutrition and I loved it. And at 44, I became a student of the Akashic Records. And at 46, um, I started studying children's yoga. And at 47, I studied healing touch therapy. And at 51, I enrolled in a, a 200-hour yoga certification training program. And I want to continue to learn just like Louise did. I want to create new things. At 52, right now, I'm opening my healing sanctuary. And it's becoming a thing. The Sylvan Well is, is opening and I have wanted this and I have had this longing placed on my heart for so long and it's happening. And none of this is to brag. None of this is coming to you from a place of ego. It's just a matter of wanting for you that idea that you are bigger, you are more than maybe you allow yourself to think. And it's taken me a lot of years to come to a place to realize I am not that same timid um, person that I was in my teens and in my 20s. That's not me. You know, I have grown. I've evolved. I've changed. I'm becoming empowered. With every day that passes right now, I feel more and more empowered. And I want that for you. I want you to have that same trust, that same moving forward, pushing through the blocks, leaving fear behind. I want that for you. And I believe that when you hop on this podcast and you choose to listen to this episode 101, this is the message you need to hear today. You need to remember that you are open and that you are receptive to all of the, the abundance in the universe. You're a magnet for all of the prosperity. You're a magnet for all of your dreams to come true. You just have to trust and move forward. You know, there are change makers all over the place. There are people who are stepping into their power and stepping forward to answer whatever call they have been receiving. And I feel that's me. I have been receiving this call to create this healing sanctuary for, for people. Do I know who exactly? No. But maybe it's you. Maybe one of you listening, this healing sanctuary is for you. Maybe you need a place to get out where you can connect with nature, reconnect with nature. You can come and walk our labyrinth or, you know, hang out on our back porch and eat great food. I don't know. I don't have all the answers. But what I know is that we are all programmed to think we are one way. Things have to be one way. And we are so much bigger than our programming. If you can look at your life and remember what you thought you were when you were a teenager and maybe look at what you thought you were in your 20s or your 30s, maybe you're not there yet and you're still figuring it out. But there's so much more. You are so much more. You know, there are, there are studies out there where we only use like 4 to 6% of our brains. What are we doing with the other 90-some percent of our brains? What are we doing with that? We're letting it sit dormant because we don't push ourselves. We don't challenge ourselves. We don't continually learn till the day we leave the planet. And I believe that's what we're here to do. 
So maybe you baby step your way into this new way of thinking. You know, maybe you really do dive into your longing. What is it that you want? What do you desire? And what are you not working toward? Are you working toward that thing? Maybe you are. Maybe it's right at the forefront and you've got the goals and you've got the bullet point lists and you're checking things off every day and getting closer and closer to that longing, that calling. And maybe you've put it on the back burner because you're putting other people ahead of your own self. I don't know. I did that for a lot of years. You know, I I put a lot of people ahead of me. And I'm working on not doing that so much. I'm working on really looking at my longing and my calling and bringing it into fruition. And it's such a sense of accomplishment. And I want that for all of you, for everyone listening. I want you to look at Louise Hay and everything that she accomplished from 40 to the day she died. And the first half of her life was her warm-up, you know, um, from birth to 40, those were her warm-up years. And then 40 to 80, I think she was 86. Um, the second half of her life, that was the doing. I want that. I want, I want that. And it's just so in, interesting to me to watch clients, even family members, who say, I don't understand how you just dive in and do it. But you know what? You do. If you really want it, you have to dive in. You can't hesitate. You can't second guess yourself. You can't rethink the thought that you are not worthy because you are worthy. If you have a calling and you do, your responsibility on the planet is to answer that call. I don't know what your calling looks like. Shoot, we're all called for something different. Some of us are called to be parents. Some of us are called to be teachers, astronauts, scientists. Some of us are called to be yoga instructors. Some of us are are called to be animal activists. I don't know what you're called to do. But I just want this podcast today, this recording, to pump you up and to give you the courage to do something. Just take a baby step toward your goal, toward your calling. Just a single baby step. One baby step will lead to the next baby step. And before you know it, you've taken so many steps. You've gone miles down the road. And then you'll look back and you'll think, I'm so glad I listened to my calling. I'm so glad that longing was placed in my heart. (sighs) It feels awesome to sit here and record this today just because... I've had so much confirmation for me personally over the last six months that I'm on the path. And I, there's satisfaction in that. And there's so much gratitude because as I'm listening to my calling, I'm going to be able to be of service to a lot of people. That's what I'm here for. Truthfully, this whole process, this whole process, property, all the things I'm doing. It's my learning. Creating this sanctuary is definitely my learning. It's my evolution. But when I step back and look at the bigger picture, at the why of it, the why is to help other people heal. It's to offer a place of solace, of stillness for people who need it at any given moment. That's what this property is going to be for. For people to come here and sit in meditation or, or practice yoga. For, for people to come and join us on our Friday night meals. And 
It's exciting. And I cannot wait to be of service in this way. I can't wait to fill that retreats and gatherings and workshop page, that tab on our website. I cannot wait to have it full of events, workshops, of teachings, of things. And not only me, not only me, other people, you know, there are so many great spiritual teachers, artistic teachers, um, instructors. There are so many people around that have so much to offer. And this is a great space for people who have things to offer. I can't wait to share that with you or with anyone. I should add to that we will be opening retreat weekends for other practitioners. So if you are a creative, you are a spiritual teacher, you have a modality that you could share or that you could teach about, um, all of those kind of things, we are very interested in proposals for possible retreat weekends or even weeks, depending on your topics. So that is something else that you could think about. Please reach out. I'm going to put the new website and my email address in the show notes. And if you are, you know, a dedicated practitioner, you have an art form or a practice that you love and want to share and you're a teacher or you, you know, you have a following or you have something, you will know because spirit will put it on your heart. It will become a longing for you to come here on our property and teach and share. And when it becomes a longing, I hope you answer the call and just reach out and say, let's chat about this. Because that's how I operate and I have high respect for people who operate on their spirit nudges. We've talked about spirit nudges on this podcast for a long time now. But when God gives you that little nudge in the right direction, I hope you answer the call. I hope you can step forward and trust and do all the things that you need to do to lead yourself to that calling and I hope you don't get stuck in fear whatever that looks like for you that is my message sweet friends today I hope this message this podcast finds you healthy and happy and whole and feeling like you are so ready to dive into a new spring a time of rebirth and recalibration we are sitting in six inches of snow right now, and we had below freezing wind chills, below zero wind chills this morning. So I hope spring hurries up because we are so ready to get our hands in the dirt and start planting our gardens and creating the rest of the labyrinth and doing some of the work outside that we need to finish before the retreats begin. So my friends, have an awesome week. Whenever you are listening to this, I hope you are healthy, happy, and whole. And just know that I am sending you so much love and so many blessings. And one last reminder, just trust. Trust and move forward. Your longing is your calling. Have a great day and we'll talk soon. Thanks for listening.